Okay, everybody. Wishing everybody a good Shabbos. And um, I'd like to begin with a, a few directions for Shabbos. And then I want to tell everybody a story about Shabbos. Um, I, was, I made a list of a bunch of games that people can play on Shabbos. First game is Scrabble, Chess, Checkers, Chinese Checkers, Sari, Monopoly, Connect Four, Uno, Othello. And then you can also play Shul. And someone said, if you play Shul, maybe you can figure out how to make the 725, the 820, the 845, the youth minion, and the youth groups all diving together. That would be some game. And then, everybody should try to thank Mommy or Ima for all the delicious food. And everybody should try to help when it comes to cleaning up and maybe not wait until anybody asks. Mommy and Daddy and Abenima had a busy week, like everybody else did. And maybe it would be nice that uh, everybody should volunteer to help clean up after the suit is over. Or maybe if there are children that are big enough and old enough, they might even want to volunteer to serve the meal. And Mommy or Ima can um, sit the entire meal. And then I was thinking also that uh, it's going to be a little cold tomorrow. But if you go for a walk, and I suggest it's a nice idea to go, even if it's a short walk. If you walk by the shul, maybe you should wave and say good Shabbos to the shul. But just make sure that you only walk with your family. And if anybody else is walking at the same time, your parents will tell you how far you have to stay away. Unfortunately, you can wave to them and say good Shabbos to them. And I know it's going to be a little cold tomorrow, but I was thinking that um, I would learn outside on my front porch from 4.30 to 5.30. But once again, if people happen to walk by, I'll be outside. Love to say good Shabbos to people. But again, we cannot have big crowds. Only one family at a time. And if it's raining, I won't be outside. Okay, so I'm wishing everybody Hatzlocha on how they spend their Shabbos. Now, I'd like to tell you a story. I heard this story 35 or 36 years ago. When the Kolo first came to Chicago, we lived at 6251 North Francisco. And shortly after we moved into our apartment, a man said that he wanted to come visit us, Lael Shabbos, on Friday night. And this man had a minig, a custom. He started visiting many of the members of the kolel on Friday nights. He would come into the house. He would sing a short song, a very special song about Shabbos. And sometimes he would drink a cup of tea. Then he would say Advar Torah, or ask for Advar Torah, and then he would leave. He went to four, five, six, seven houses. His, this person's name was Mr. Louis Cohen. He was a great person. He was a tzaddik. 
And when it came to Shabbos, Parshas Vayakil, this week is Vayakil Pekude, I don't remember if it was Vayakil Pekude or just Vayakil. He came to our house. And he told us, I'd like to tell you a story. I don't remember if he told us the story 35, 36, or maybe even 37 years ago. And this is how the story went. It was during World War II. And he was living in Chicago. He was born in Chicago. And he was living in Chicago. He was 28 years old at the time. And we all know that during World War II, they drafted, which means they made many people go into the army against their will. They didn't volunteer. The United States government called them and told them that they have to come to the army. Now, before you can go into the army, you have to take a test. They have to see if physically the person is strong enough to be in the army. Now, the test was given on Shabbos. It's really an examination by doctors. And it was on Shabbos. And Mr. Louis Cohen was drafted, and he was told that he has to be downtown Chicago on Shabbos. So what's he supposed to do? So he rented a hotel room, and he went downtown Chicago on Friday afternoon. And he stayed in his hotel room. And he had no minion. And he was alone in the hotel room. And what happened? He had a chumash. So he was learning the parsha. So he started off, parsha's vayakil. He opened up his chumash. And at the beginning of parsha's vayakil, the Torah says, Los, the Torah really starts talking about Shabbos. Yaakov Moshe has called us for Yisrael. He gathered all the Jewish people, Moshe Rabbeinu, and he told them, Sheishes Yomim Tasem Alocha, Yemashvi Yilachem, Kodesh Shabbos Shabbos on Hashem. The seventh day is Shabbos. And then the pasuk says, Lo Savaru Eish B'Chol Moshe Rosechem B'Yemashabbos. You may not light a fire wherever you live. You may not light a fire on Shabbos, and we all know because of that. Therefore, we can't turn on the oven. We can't turn on lights. We can't light a match. Because we're not allowed to make a fire on Shabbos. We can't throw anything into a fire that's already going. And many, many halachas result from this possible. So Mr. Louis Cohen told us that Friday night he was doing Shnai Mikra, he was learning the Parsha. And when he got to this possible, for some reason he repeated it, he repeated it, and he repeated it. He doesn't know why. He just kept on repeating it. And the next morning he got up early. He davened without a minion. And he walked to the place where the examinations were taking taking place. And he got into a room. And the first doctor who had to examine him told him his name was Schwartz. And he was smoking a cigarette. So he said to him, Dr. Schwartz, with a name like Schwartz, you must be Jewish. He said, yes. He said, you can't smoke a cigarette on Shabbos. And then he said, So Dr. Schwartz immediately sent him to a psychologist. And I don't know now, I don't remember, and Mr. Cohen's no longer alive, if this happened two or three times. He went into the next doctor, who was also Jewish. And he was also smoking a cigarette. And he said to him, You're a Jewish person, you're not allowed to smoke a cigarette on Shabbos. By the time he finished with the second or the third doctor, they told him, 
Mr. Cohen, you are exempt. We are not drafting you into the army. We don't feel that you are fit to be in the American army. He was so excited that he was exempt from the draft that instead of going back to his hotel room and staying there till the end of Shabbos, he ran all the way back, all the way back to the place where all the Jewish people lived. Many, many miles, nine or ten miles, and he ran the whole way back. What an incredible story. You never know that a person who was sitting in a room alone, and he was alone for the entire Shabbos, without a minion, without a shul, and he was learning Torah. He was learning Torah. And Hashem put this thought into his mind when he said the Pesach, and the next morning when he got to the examination, he happened to see people, unfortunately, they were Jewish people, Jewish doctors, unfortunately, they didn't know any better. They were smoking cigarettes on Shabbos. And he told them both, or all three of them. And Hashem had arranged that he would do this, and they would say to him, that you're not fit to serve in the army. This Shabbos is Parshas Vayakil and Bekude. It's also Parshas HaChodesh. We're also going to bench Rosh Chodesh Nissen. And I think it's something that we should all know that over Shabbos, those of us who are old enough to learn the entire Parsha, those of us who are not that old, but we can learn part of the parsha. It's important that we learn over Shabbos. Besides davening, as we mentioned last night and two nights ago, besides davening, it's important to set up, set some time for learning. And as we mentioned, it's important besides making a shul, it's important to make a yeshiva. I got many pictures so far that people sent to us of their own yeshivas. Beautiful. Beautiful names to the yeshivas. Beautiful things that people are doing with their mothers and fathers. Over Shabbos, obviously, we can't take any pictures. But there are going to be pictures taken. In Shabbayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be watching what we're doing. So this Shabbos, again, unfortunately, when we have no shul to go to, other than to perhaps walk by only with our parents' permission, with our parents, to walk by and wave to the shul, we have no shul to go into, unfortunately, the Shabbos. But as we said, our home is a shul. And in this show, our home, we can daven, we can learn, we can eat, we can play games, we can play with our siblings, we can help our parents. There's much to do over this Shabbos. So I'd like to wish everybody a wonderful Shabbos. I'm going to ask you for a favor right now. I'm going to try to unmute the phone. Give me one second. Okay, okay, I hear everybody's voices now. The people who are watching, I can't hear their voices. I would like to know the following. If everybody can be... <laughs> are you ready? I want... I, okay, oh, one second. I want all the children to be sure to listen to me for one second. Here we go. You ready? Torah! I don't hear you. 
Scream back into the phone after me. Torah! Does anybody hear me? I don't know if it's going to work or not. We'll try it one more time. Do the children on the phone hear my voice? Say yes. Maybe not. Said it was unmuted. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear my voice? Can... Okay. We're going to try it right now. One more time. We're going to try it. Here we go. Torah. Very good. Is. 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 The. <laughs> okay. Last time. <laughs> okay. Thank you all. And don't forget over Shabbos that Torah is the Iker. And we should all be Zaycha by next Shabbos to be back in Shul together. Say Amen. Amen. Okay, thank you all very, very much. I'm going to talk. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to all the parents in the Shul in one minute. Okay. Okay, everything is muted now. So at 3.15, which is in one minute, I'd like to say a word for everybody in the show. We're going to wait one minute. <laughs>